Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. Uh, what have I in store for you this week? I shall tell you. Uh, Grand Hotel. Uh, this is a film from 1931, I believe. I believe that was the year. Um, so you'll be able to hear me hear what I thought about about that film. I talk about Beluga Weekly number 265. Which is one that wasn't very good, I think. Uh, I believe that's, that's what I went for this week. Yeah, sorry. Um, another thing I've got written down here is uh, very weary. Because I, I am actually right now at the moment. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, I've, I'm just done recording the last segment. And, yeah, I'm, I think I'm starting to, <laughs> to flag a bit. I'm on the way out. So, yeah, uh, this is the last thing I'm going to be recording today. And I might just collapse and go to sleep. Or eat an egg. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, don't know. I barely know where I am. Um, so I'll just move swiftly on to the first segment. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's Grand Hotel from 1931. Uh, so I'm going to give my thoughts on that film. And I'm going to reveal what the next film is going to be. I came to Berlin to see a great specialist about that old trouble of mine, you know, Heinrich, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah, she says I haven't long to live. I say he says I won't live much longer. No, it isn't nice to be told things like that. You plague and bother and save and all of a sudden you're dead. I want to get something out of life. Listen, Heinrich, I'm never going back to Friesdorf. Never. I'm staying here at the Grand Hotel. It's the most expensive hotel in Berlin. All the best people stay here. Even our big boss, Prising, is staying here. I'm going to tell him someday just exactly what I think of him. Grand Hotel, 1932. Let's do this. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what, once again... <laughs> see, I really built that up. Um, this is another film that, you know, isn't bad. But I, I have to say, you know, I, I kind of felt similar to how I felt watching The End of the Affair. You know, it didn't quite do it for me, if I'm being honest. Um, and, yeah, you know, I'm finding that, like, uh, yeah, actually, I had a thought that maybe I, I didn't quite enjoy it. Like, I, I might have enjoyed it more if this was one of the earlier films that I, I, I was watching for this podcast because um as i'm doing this uh, doing a segment every week where i'm talking about a random film uh it's got to the point where i've seen a lot of films now uh, you know i i did make it very clear that i'm not a critic 
you know, I have a lot of respect for critics. I actually think they do really good work. A lot of them do. <laughs> um, and then there is actually an, an art to doing a proper review, like dissecting a film, understanding you know, narrative and everything. And um, it, it's a kind of art that I, you know, it, it's not necessarily in my wheelhouse, but anyone can give their thoughts and opinions on a film. So this was one that I, I didn't really enjoy so much. But I, I do want to go into why, um, and again, because if, if you heard my my little talk on the end of the affair, that was about two episodes ago, I think. Uh, I, I basically said the same thing. I didn't really care enough about the characters, and I mean, you know, it, it's funny. It's, it's always in films where the acting is perfectly fine, and you know, it's, it's well directed and everything, and. Yeah, this is a very old film, and you know, I, I'm, you know, it's it's one of the the older ones. Yeah, I, I've I've looked at many more recent films, um, which you know have less of an excuse to to not not go all the way with the directing. But yeah, I I, I still think it's amazing how well directed the um, Intolerance film was. That's still the oldest film that I've talked about in this segment. Uh, but with Grand Hotel, you know, it was all fine. There was, there's nothing technically wrong with it. I think technically it's a good film. And I'm finding that there is a big difference between what I consider to be a good film and something that I actually enjoy. Because every week I say if I would, whether or not I would watch the film again. But I don't think that really. That, that that doesn't tell you whether or not I would describe it as a good film. I like I like so many films that I would never dream of recommending to anyone. A lot of people call them guilty pleasures. But I, I'm not so sure. I just think you know, um, there are certain films that I, I I can't help but be entertained by, and I you know I, I'm not ashamed at all. But I I see that there's a difference between. Films that I find entertaining, because they're not necessarily the ones that I would describe as technically good. I think Citizen Kane is, is an example of a film that I understand. You know, it, it set the bar for, for a lot of filmmakers. It's, it's kind of the reason that films are the way they are today. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not entertained by it. I, I, I don't own it on DVD. I, I've, I can't remember the last time I watched it. I think I've seen it twice. <laughs> That's that, that, twice in my lifetime, because it is a film that I, you know, I, I'm not like, oh yeah, Citizen Kane. Let's get, get out the popcorn and we'll sit down and watch it. Um, but I respect it. I, I, I would describe it as technically a good film, and I would say the same thing about Grand Hotel. Uh, yeah, uh, and I always think because whenever I watch a black and white film, I. I was thinking about people who, who always say they, you know, they, they can't enjoy black and white films. I, I think it's much more to do with the time period because they're forgetting that because there, there are so many black and white movies that came out um, after colour became available. Because for many years, colour was just expensive. You know, The reason that A Hard Day's Night is in black and white is because they didn't have the budget to do a colour film. All of the other Beatles films after that were, were in colour. Um, 
but it was just for budgeting reasons. You know, it it, it was possible to shoot a colour film back then, but they chose not to because they couldn't quite afford it. Um, and uh, I, my screensaver was about to start. Then am I still recording? <laughs> they didn't interrupt anything. So. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of black and white films that I haven't really enjoyed, um, but it, it, I always remind myself it's it's not because of the lack of colour. Like I I went to see the artist when that came out, and I loved it. it I wasn't put off by the fact that there was no colour. I mean, obviously, it's it's a modern film, and it's it, it's only it kind of imitating the style of old cinema. It is is kind of a novelty, but I'm I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's not something that uh, it's not a deal breaker for me when I see a film. I like Clerks. I like Ed Wood. I like The Elephant Man. These these are all films that could have been done in color, um, but you know, again, you know, the, the, it, there there is the, the matter of uh, budget. Uh, but yeah, uh, so would I watch Grand Hotel again? No, uh, just just for those reasons. It, I just didn't care enough about the characters and wasn't really entertained by it but hey ho uh it's uh it's very nearly time for me to to reveal the, the next film okay right tell me internet what film will i be talking about in the next episode of the beluga tunes podcast media and errors 2011 Sneezer. It's time for the six-minute shout-out, people. Now, now let's spin that internet wheel. The, the uh, I'll turn that up a bit. Uh, the, the massive wheel with every single website there is on the internet, and and other things as well. Other, other things that people can check out. Uh, what's it going to land on? I have no idea. Oh, here we go. It has landed on. Uh, wait a minute. Which one is it? Which which issue? Oh, this is going brilliantly. Um, Spider Man, Deadpool, number six. Yeah, uh, this is this is a comic that's recently been released, and it caught my attention because it's written by none other than Scott Ockerman from uh, Comedy Bang Bang, both the uh, podcast and the TV show. Yeah, he's in both. Um, and um, I, I understand that Scott has worked on several comics. He's, he's contributed material for Deadpool, and I think uh, Secret Wars as well. Um, and and th this time around, he's he's doing this kind of guest writer uh, thing where he <laughs> yeah um, he, he's not only written a story. Involving Spider-Man and Deadpool, um, he's, he's made made an, uh, there are a number of references to Comedy Bang Bang, the TV series, uh, and the podcast. I think as well. There's a little, little nod to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you're a fan of either of those, then this is a real treat. Um, I've I've read it. It's really funny. Uh, it, it seems appropriate to, for for Scott to be writing dialogue. Uh, for Deadpool, Spider-Man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, um, but um, but I've, I've, I've 
I suppose Deadpool is is one of those characters that you, you need someone who has quite a specific sense of humour uh, to to really nail that that kind of dialogue. Uh, I'm annoyed because my Comicsology, I mean, the web browser is is trying to display uh, the the issue of this comic uh, via Comicsology, and it's not. It's just oh dear, there are some pages that are just having immense difficulty loading today uh, but yeah um, who did the artwork I should say who did yeah uh, the penciling was by Riley Brown and the inkers were Rick uh, Magyar is that how you say that Leibu Underwood and Scott Hanna I'm, I'm sorry if I got your if I mispronounce those, uh, the colour artist was Jason Keith. Shall I, shall I read all of the, all of the names? Vix Joe Sabino. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. There's, there's so many names that I really yeah, just. While I read them, I realise he, he he or she did the lettering, and the cover artist was by Mike Del Mundo. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm kind of stumbling my way through this, but it, as I say, this this is a great comic. It, it's it's a lot of fun to read. Um, it kind of reminded me of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because without giving too much away, um, Spider Man and Deadpool travel to Hollywood um, to oversee um, some. Some, uh, movie making action uh, on, on a project that uh, is, is quite close to home at least for Deadpool <laughs> yeah uh, and there, there are a lot of references obviously you know they, they reference the Deadpool comics and Marvel comics and, stuff, and that, that kind of you know uh, yeah yeah uh, uh, there, there are also there, there's some great moments where they they pass through different lots, different back lots, and um, and you get to see lots of different TV shows and films being made. And uh, there's one in particular that's kind of an obvious choice, but it, it's uh, it's it's welcome. <laughs> yeah, um, don't really know what else to say. It's just. Yeah, because I, um, I, I do love Scott's work. He, he just he he has a way of, of being being really creative and extremely funny. I I like the writing in this. I like the artwork. I think it's all very well handled. Uh, there there are some great ideas, um, and it's all just you know. Uh, a standalone story you don't have to be following this particular series but then again why not <laughs> um, Spider-Man Deadpool 2016 issue number 7 um, is available for pre-order on Comixology uh, that, that's not the one that I'm talking about now <laughs> that's that's the uh, the next one along uh, but if you want to get hold of this uh, amazing Scott Ockerman written uh, issue then yeah um do check it out 
Yeah, so that's uh, Spider-Man, Deadpool, 2016, number six. Damn you, Shaktopus! We got the thump. Ladies and gentlemen, comedy fans of all ages... Thump Fest is back. Featuring performances by 2D6, Carrie Dalby, Tim Cavanaugh, Tivo Spice, Dino Mike, The Gothsicles, The Library Bards, Mega Thruster, Rob Paravonian, Sea Monkey, Zach Shornick, Tom Smith, and Worm Quartet. And this year's guest of honor, Paul and Storm. George R.R. R. Martin, please write and write faster. Please give us boiled leather and sigils and steel. Thump Fest is taking place August 26th through 28th at the Elk Grove Holiday Inn in Chicago, Illinois. Tickets for the weekend are just $50. Join us for live concerts, panels, even more dumb parody ideas, demented karaoke, and the death of Sea Monkey. Visit FumpFest.com to register for the event and reserve your hotel now. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T dot com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Oh no, it's Beluga Weekly time, and this week I've got to do one of the one of the not quite so good episodes. I'm going to go with Beluga Weekly number two hundred and sixty-five, which has a very drunk-looking Eugene in the banner. That's a funny thing because um, there are references to drugs and alcohol in Beluga Weekly, even though I'm I'm kind of making sure that it's an all-ages comic i'm not kind of i'm not really going by the, the kind of tv rules that are in place nowadays but yeah um i suppose I, I, my characters can get drunk because it happened in dumbo that's my that's my attitude towards that um but yeah um in uh, in this one number 265 we've got caroline i think he's a character I, I kind of peppered throughout the uh, the course of Blue Weekly. She was she wasn't. I, I didn't use her quite as much as characters like Beryl and Stan and um, various others. Uh, she is yet to. Um, I, I well, I'm, I'm I haven't really got any plans for her actually. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I, I I've actually I I think I quite enjoyed. Putting her in the in these uh, there was that that summer special one that I did. But anyway, I'm, I'm <laughs> in this one. The uh, the first panel. Let's see, I'm I'm getting onto it now. Um, she's looking rather displeased as she's standing next to a vacuum cleaner. In the second panel, we see her husband, who's a lazy slob, sitting on the sofa. There is no dialogue, by the way. Yeah. Um, and in the third panel, she's way she, she's sort of there's a smile appearing on her face, and she's waving the TV remote. And the final panel is the same image of her husband, only this time he's looking 
rather distraught. Because it's like, oh, that's how it's going to be. So yeah, once again, not not exactly the strongest that I've done. But yeah, this is another example of of, of how difficult I find it to do a comic strip that has absolutely no dialogue in it. Um, this, this might actually be the reason why I didn't bring back Caroline's husband. She, she's definitely still... Uh, Still, still making appearances, but yeah, I, I didn't really, I didn't bring him back because <laughs> I, 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 I don't really know where else to go. He's lazy. I mean, Stan's quite lazy. That, <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, um, I'm, I'm hoping that I, I can probably find some better things to put Caroline in. I don't think I was ever entirely sure what what it is that she does because she wears she wears a suit, so she looks like she she probably works in an office or something like that. Um, I kind of alluded to the fact that she works in the same place as Max. Um, he's one of the oldest characters that I've created, but um, yeah, I never really made it clear exactly what she does. Uh, at one point I was thinking, I kind of like the idea of her being a journalist. Because I, I, I'm, because I think a lot of the people who really inspire me tend happen to be journalists. So, uh, recently I I was also thinking I might change things around. She, she might become a lawyer or something. I don't know yet. Um, because the thing about Max is... Um, I, I wanted him to be like a singer-songwriter and then I thought it would be, be interesting if his job was to was to edit like a music ma magazine and, and maybe they, they worked for the same magazine and they didn't get on very well that's something that yeah, I, think I alluded to that in when I was doing Beluga Weekly 2015 because um, I think Tim ends up with Caroline's body because there's a lot of body swapping going around. <laughs> I think I can't quite remember how it all goes, um, and and that's when he he finds out that it's sort of a, a reveal that that there is a bit of tension going on between Caroline and Max for some reason. They they just don't particularly like each other that much <laughs> somehow, <laughs> and I haven't explored that any further. <laughs> so not only is is this an episode of Beluga Weekly I'm not very happy with. It's kind of making me realise that I, I I haven't done an awful lot with this character. And yeah, I suppose the thing is, um, mo most of her appearances in Beluga Weekly, she, she's come across as as really very much a similar sort of character as like Tracy the cow and the Greenwood bats. And I was thinking, I do have a lot of characters who are just just constantly seem disinterested they just have a very kind of just you know a bit on the grumpy side um it's it's not anything completely extreme it's like the the humor is supposed to come out of the fact that they're just very low key uh and i think caroline's starting to change i'm starting to 
make each of these characters kind of their own thing these days. So yeah, um, hopefully that that will make things a bit more interesting. I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread. <laughs> okay, filler. Um, yeah, I've I'm, I'm doing my best with Cal's play. Uh, it seems to be going okay right now. I'd, uh, next one is lined up. Uh, now the thing is, uh, when I get onto the next one, it's going to be interesting because I have a bit more of a choice. Because over the because uh, the there were a bunch of them that I was doing on request. Because um, someone was helpful enough to send me a list of cows plays they'd like to see, and so I've been working on those. And um, it, it wasn't any trouble. It, it it went quite nicely. As I, as I say, it was, it was helpful of them because uh, I'm, I'm never entirely sure exactly what I should do next, you know, in a, in a way. Um, but yeah, um, so I, I do I do now, I have my own list of, uh, of ideas for upcoming Cow's Plays. So Tracy and Macy shall be cosplaying as all different types of like mostly cartoon characters, as obviously I, my um, one of my specialist subjects seems to be cartoons. <laughs> but yeah, there's some, there's some video games, some TV shows, comic book stuff. Um, yep. Uh, there, there is a bit of a mix there, I suppose. Uh, and. There's actually quite a lot of video games I've put on this list, actually. I'm not going to say anything about I'm not going to give anything away. <laughs> but yeah, every Friday you're going to be seeing, if you go to the to beluggatoons.com, uh, you should be able to see uh, the latest in that, yeah. Do check that out. Um, I've, I've been feeling a bit a bit weary today. <laughs> I did, did have a bit of a nap earlier. Because I always have a nap when I get back from work, but I, I wasn't quite. It's annoying because I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't exactly crash. Yeah, you know, I, I laid down for a bit. I, I kind of drifted off a little, and then just thought, okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's funny how my, my body does that on some days. It's just, I, I feel like I, I, I need to go a little bit further, just a little bit, um, just to to really get myself in a, a sleepy mood. Because when it, when it when it got to the afternoon, I started to feel ah right now now I'm starting to to actually feel sleepy. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I, it, it's it's been fine. I've not um, not had tremendous difficulty um, keep keeping things together because I have plenty of time to, to be. Focusing on the important stuff, you know. Um, and I suppose when I was doing the extra hours at work, that was a good exercise for keeping myself organised. Because because I just I really had to make sure that um, I had time to rest and that I had time to do my housework and uh, and also that I had time to do cartooning and all that stuff. Uh, I think I mentioned last week that I was quite excited that I managed to get to the start of Beluga Weekly 2017. And my intention is to do all of January's work um, in advance. 
so obviously I, I have plenty of time because you know <laughs> January is, is six months away, so I um, not really under any pressure there. But I, I I feel certain that if I don't act quickly, it's gonna I'm gonna forget to do that. You know, I mean, let's see how many I've, I think I've done three beluga weeklies for january so that's good you know uh, it, it's not unlikely that i'll be able to pick things up like you know if, if i if i when, when, when i get to the first week in january uh, i might be able to uh, pick up on, on uh, yeah i don't know i don't know what's going to happen beluga weekly is definitely not a priority i think just to, to be realistic about it um the thing is that there's a priority that I've had written down. Uh, I've just written the word script as one of these priority things. Um, and occasionally I will highlight that one. But that, that's the one that I, I, I really feel escapes me. I, I, um, I very rarely find myself sitting down. I, I'm not a writer. And yeah, I'm not saying that to put myself down. It's just I've tried writing... Uh, and I think the stuff that I do, because I, I I can definitely say that um, cartooning is the the thing that I can I I actually feel I can excel with you know or whatever you want to say. It's it's just uh, writing for the, like the comics and things that I do is like I I I, I seem to find I think I think I mentioned the the method that I use being just writing it down. And, yeah, writing more than one version so I can choose one. That's the method that seems to work for me. I mean, it's not a professional way of doing it. You know, you, you could argue that it, it, it's a, a pretty lousy way of doing it. But I do it that way because I'm a cartoonist. I, I don't actually write. <laughs> like the, the only writing experience I've had is really doing... I suppose I, I learned about writing at, at university, so I don't really have an excuse. <laughs> but yeah, you know, <laughs> I did really honestly try to get into the habit of writing a script for a comic and rewriting it. And I think the the word rewrite, you know, it 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 um, it makes me me think. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to do all this again. You know, I have that kind of attitude, but it's not. It's about improving. It's about finding the improvements, bringing them out. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, it's still a bit of a problem. That and remembering to do backgrounds. Right, actually, you know, <laughs> you know, bringing myself to do that. Yeah, uh, very weary. Arrest that jazz pancake! Yes, sir! The time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you about the comic book club here in Southampton. Uh, every third Thursday of every month, 7pm uh, to 10pm, at the Goblet's Wine Bar on Above Bar Street, Southampton. I'm slurring a bit, aren't I? Sorry. <laughs> la la la. Um, they have a, a Twitter at CBC Sutton, as well as a Facebook group. Uh, just look look up uh, Comic Book Club Southampton on Facebook. Uh, my website is 
www.belugatunes.com Check me out B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S There's also belugatunes.redbubble.com If you go there you'll be able to find T-shirts, mugs, all kinds of merch Help yourself, treat treat yourself Yeah, um there's also uh, the Belugatoons Twitter at Belugatoons and at Belugatoons Pod if you want updates on this podcast and links to like the um, to the six minute shout out items. I'll put those up as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's nearly over. I can nearly I can nearly sleep. I can nearly sleep. Nearly, just nearly. Yeah, that, that's uh, this podcast is available on iTunes. Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. There. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening this week. And bye-bye.